When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and Docu series. Yes, but through our own lens, which is, I mean, let's just be honest, is very excited to give you this episode because I'll tell you one, Waha Milano called me and was so excited to tell me that this was like, I know I said it wrong. Um, okay. And she was so excited to tell me that uh, that I would love this episode. And I liked parts of it, but then now I'm like, well, I can't wait for the next episode because it set up what happens in the next episode. I thought that this episode Waha really- Milano. Okay, Thank you. Uh, yeah, Lino was wild. Um, but uh, yeah, this episode really, to me, paid off. Like it was great. Like I really I loved. It's fine. Um, I it really it really paid off. Um, with Earl and Taylor, this like this back and forth they had at the very beginning, and then like the Lindsay and Blaine fight was just like you told Harpo to beat me. It was great, and then like Melissa and Louis was just like frustratingly good, and then like Sean and Sarah was just hilarious. Justine and Michael was stupid, but I mean, it brought enough drama and it was, it wasn't a bunch of couples. It was just the right amount, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and maybe I missed somebody, but you know, who cares about them? All right. So let's start. I mean, I even wrote it down verbatim. So there, you know, if Chris wants to, there might be a little like a little acting, a little reenactment. Do you remember those? Who do you want to be? Yes. Um, I would like to be Earl. Oh, great. Cause I want, I absolutely want to be Taylor. Okay. I figured, I, fi- I figured like growing up, I was really, and I'm not saying this is about you, but I'm just, this takes me back to, I remember that we went to one of my mom's coworkers, um, house, a coworker slash friend's house. And we were playing with her Barbies and, uh, she had a plethora of Barbies. I wasn't allowed to have, uh, uh, Barbies that weren't, that didn't look like me so that I could have mm-hmm. like, I could have, I could admire things that look like me, which was like a really good thing at the time. Um, and she just kept making me be the boy. And I was very annoyed by it. I was like, I wanted to be the girl. And every, like every time I had a girlfriend and we were trying to play with dolls, they always made me be the boy. And I just thought it was because they thought I was ugly and that I wasn't somebody that was ever going to be the ingenue or be girly. And now in my life, I really love being the guy. And so I give, I give Taylor to you. Okay. I mean, I just, it goes back and forth of who I want to be all the time. And right now I don't mind being half up, half down, big eyed Taylor, you know? Okay, great. All right. So we're starting off with Chance and Taylor and uh, where we left off last episode is Chance left and he was like, all right, then peace out. Blow this fucking popsicle stand. I can see where I'm not wanted. I'll take my, even though I would lived here for a year and a half, like, fuck it, then I'm out. Tanya, my real friend, got me a fucking motel down the street, so I'm going to go stay there. Bye. And then we have a scene 
where he's like, I'm willing to fight for this relationship. It's not over. And so he comes back and he knocks on the door and he's like, Hey Taylor, um, can I talk to you? Um, like, can you just come out here? Can I talk to you like real quick? Um, yeah, I just want, I just don't, I don't want to leave things like this, Taylor. I never meant to hurt you. I loved you from the beginning until now. I just really want you to know that. I always felt like I loved you more than you loved me. Yeah, I think that's true. You you loved me more, yeah, than I loved you for sure. You just yeah. gonna say it? You just gonna say it? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't want us to split up, but I mean, like, I didn't mean to come over here. I didn't mean to like yell at your friends. I didn't mean to like fuck Bobby. Like, I didn't mean to do any of that stuff. Like, I didn't mean to. Well, like, oh, I'm sorry. Anything. What'd you say? Excuse me. Come, uh, come again. I mean, uh, like, I mean, that's not what, what I sorry, meant. My to sister, say. my druggy sister. You're, you that's not my what sister. I meant to say. I do not mean but to yes, say that. Yes, here we that. are with you having said it and done it and fucked everyone in town, everyone that I know because it's a small I, town and you fucked them all. My, I always my gay best wanted. Friend to be happy i wasn't given a fair opportunity the truth is, is i was not given a fair opportunity to do that because like things just always kept popping up taylor things, things just kept pop happening. up in life earl that's what life is it's a series of things that pop up i kept getting pregnant in my life i literally kept popping up with things i mean but okay like i get that that pushed you away but that's not what a, a normal person would handle those things and move forward and just manage them. But I'm not a normal person. I don't know how to handle shit. And that's why I always went to prison. But I, I don't know that I'd ever be right. Well, for some reason, I forget that you were in prison that whole time. And I expect you to be a completely functioning human being, even though you've showed me no signs in society thus far that you've ever accomplished that. But here I am being like, oh, well, you should have thought about being a better person by doing better things. When you didn't do all the good things you should have been doing by being an asshole, you just continue to be an asshole. Well, you know what, Taylor? You can't save me. You know, nobody can. I've always done everything by myself, and I guess I'll continue to do everything by myself. I am. Happiness save a hoe. I've always mm. thought that about myself, you know, uh, until my- And I'm a big ass hoe. Big oh. ass hoe. But you can't save me. You can't save me. <laughs> That's, sounds like a, it sounds like a great rap. It sounds like yeah. a great song. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, she's just like, on. you know, she. it turns back around. Like, there's some moments that are sincere. Like, she, you know- they go into like what she did for him and he acquiesces and is like, yeah, you were there for me. And you really held me down away by keeping me sobriety. In fact, you were like arguably the best woman in my entire life who's ever touched me and will ever touch me. And I actually don't deserve you. And yeah. she's like, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know what to say to that because now it's too late. It's too late. She's already to the point where she wanted to hear this a while ago. But the truth is, is he is co copping to the fact that he's not the right person for her or he's not the right person in this scenario. And there, there's nothing to be done, but she's not acknowledging her, her foolhardiness in this. She's she, like, I warned you so many times. Like, I'm like, what were did you? You were just like, you're. I'm gonna leave you if you don't stop cheating on me. This is the third time I'm gonna leave you if you don't stop cheating on me. I'm warning you. I'm warning you that you keep cheating on me, and I feel bad about it. And at some point, I'll leave. It's like, what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What was she, she just didn't 
know how to help this person who has addictive behavior, who has some kind of childhood trauma, who doesn't know how to function like a full adult. Like the way he was behaving was like, no, Taylor, we got to get credit cards so that we can get credit. Like the way he was behaving in the beginning, she knew not to financially bond herself to him by marrying him. And she kept waiting for him to get better and not just being like, I can't save him. I can't save him. I can't do this work for him. I can't, you know, whatever. So they have this really good conversation and he walks away from it, not going, oh my gosh, like this is over. I fucked up. He walks away. Yes. Oh my God. This he does actually, let me take that back. He does walk away from it going, oh my God, this is over. I fucked up. He goes, but I'm going to, I'm going to get her back. And that's the part that is not the normal part. That's the crazy part. And so we have another scene where she's like, come on, kids, we're going to do crafts. And so the producers are really shady and they want to, at every moment, let us know how ridiculous the front of her home looks. She's talking about doing crafts. And all I'm like is, no, just go outside and clean the front of your home. like." Get somebody to come and help you remove all of this. I don't know what she has. It's just like shit, like just like random shit from inside of her home or from other people. It's it's about to, it's like a ho- beginning of a hoarder's hoard mm. in the front on the side. So they take out the arts and crafts and they start to paint and do I don't know things that are going to go on the inside of the house on the wall. Word art. Oh. Yeah, I know, I know. Only can you only imagine? She keeps making things and wanting to keep them, like weird tables, and you know, like stop making things. You're not good at any of it, you know. Like she just doesn't. You know, it's hard for her to get a job. But yeah, basically, this part gets dark. You know, what I'm saying for me, it's triggering, and I think it's triggering for all the reasons which are there is one billion kids. There's like she has like ten girls. You know what I'm saying? It's like the goddamn Von Trapp children. There's so many they all look alike. You know, like they have varying personalities, point of views. One's happy, one's sad, one's cute. One like one is one is yeah. like it's Athena, Jacqueline, and Sophia. Mason is somewhere amongst the trash. Like he's somewhere we don't know, in the bathroom. We don't know where Mason is. Like somewhere. Bobo. We don't know where he's at. Mm-hmm. Bobo has him. You know, yeah. like he's that was you know that's they, how they paid somewhere. him. They paid him in yeah. Mason. You know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is all horrible. You know, God bless him. It's allegedly. I'm just being a horrible uh, joke. But, you know. uh, but basically, the girls are like there and doing whatever shitty crafts. And she's like, so, you know, Chance, uh, Chance and Mommy are not going to be living together anymore. And they're like, what? And she's like, well, Chance made Mommy sad. Chance. And she, Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so basically, she's like, I really am mad at, uh, really am mad. Okay, so basically, Taylor, I'm mad at because she's like, yeah, Chance and Mommy are no longer together. Chance and Mommy cry in too many times, and the little ones like because he cheated. And Taylor looks right at camera and is like, oh, oops, how did that little one know that I wouldn't have guessed with all the cameras just watching us as we fight for season after season? I don't know how, so crazy. And the little one's like, I mean, at, you know, you know, and I'm like, oh, not, okay. And then she's like, mm, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, just, she cheats on a lot of things, I guess, a cheater things. <laughs> That's what you call, call them che- cheaters. 
you know? And then, so then the other one is just the red hair is like, never liked him. Never liked him. I hated him. Hey, I hate that man. And she's like, what? I don't even, what? Your point of view doesn't matter. And then they're like, it's just that, you know, we kind of like heard him, you know, like a new fight, like every night, like all the time, like, you know, like literally all the time. And then she's like, well, well, I guess we have to talk about it now. Move point because mommy's not with them anymore. And then they're all like, well, can we get back these dumbass rings? Yeah. And I mean, why, uh, does that not happen? A little yeah, bit yeah, verbatim? yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like, she's like, well, yeah, you're going to have to give them back. And they're like, one of them is like, no, but the other two are like, sure, don't worry. Got them on deck. And then they're talking and one of them is like, what's that sound? And it's like the dirtiest sounding subwoofer that's like busted. Plus like the radiator scraping on the ground. It's like the most disgusting hood sound car coming your down the street. And then it is chance in a like 1999 pearl white escalade he pulls up okay and the reason why i say 1999 or like 2001 okay because it has like mm-hmm. it has a tv inside which is so antiquated because every kid in the year of our lord 2023 when this was record when this was filmed has a tablet TVs and cars are no longer. You're right. No longer. They are no longer. Because you you can't because all the kids don't want to watch the same thing. And you don't want to hear the sound. Yes. No longer. Okay. Now. Maybe somewhere J-Lo somewhere could do. J-Lo Some- literally could have come out that white Escalade. Like, that's how, like, yesteryear was. With the glasses, you know exactly what I'm talking about, that it's like a J-Lo um, kind of white Escalade kind of car, you know? Okay. And so then he's like, is this a show to Taylor that I'm serious about these kids? Because I bought that other truck, and I wasn't giving a fuck about her kids. I didn't buy that truck for them kids. I bought that truck for me and my, like, day laboring. But, like, now I'm buying the kid. This this is for them. So he pulls up, and he's like, sup? Again, with this like bullshit vibrato after mm-hmm. we just saw Bobo him him up against a brick wall. Mm-hmm. So Earl mm-hmm. jumps out mm-hmm. of this car and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, what up? I come to see the kids like you're not. Gonna and she's like, your child is not here. He's like, these kids are me. And Athena literally runs up to him. She's like, here's your fucking ring back. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yes. no, I don't want that. That's for you. That's my promise I made for you. And his confessional, he's like, fuck, I fucked up. Anyways, he's like gonna prove to these kids. And so she's like, okay, kids, I'm gonna talk to Earl. Go over there. So the kids go to the side. And he's like smoking a cigarette. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm here. Take care of these kids, Taylor. I want Taylor to know that no one's gonna love her and them kids the way that I do. And when he says that, like, I'm like, Taylor has been on a national television show. She will have a boo who's going to want her and then three kids. Also, she has a home. She'll find another loser who's going to want her. Yes. And also, we just, uh, you know, already established in the earlier scene that she loves you more than you love her. So, no, I think that she can easily find someone that loves her more than you. We, I mean, you already said that, you know, like... She's been, you know, so anyway, yeah, he's crazy, you know, but here, there's is where it gets really fucked up. Then it starts to kind of feel like he's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to go out and party. And it almost feels like 
without her, he has, it's like she has to deal with the burden that if she's not going to allow him back in her life and in the kid's life that he might just like go do addict behavior, which is use, you know, kind of, yeah. which is horrible. Like he yeah. really feels like a narcissist, you know, and the way yeah. that he grandi like the grandizing, you know, the spending all of that stuff, like without really wanting to do any work, there's a lot of, I mean, I won't say it, I mean, in whatever kind of sociopathic kind of, there's just some sort of issue there that is not normal, you know? And mm -hmm. when I say not normal, also nefarious in a way that you can't trust it and you can't have it in your life because mm -hmm. he might feign loyalty to you, but at the same time, it's, it's only loyalty to himself and you, and I hate to say this, what Taylor has provided for him is basically a place to stay, a bed, a warm pee, you know, like, you know, like if he, food probably, you know, like he, she's provided a playground sandbox for this dumb ass to like, make stupid castles that keep falling around, like falling. He's, he's so, he can't make anything, you know, it's just mm -hmm. so it's sad. And we want her to move on. And, you know, obviously from where we know now, because of all the bullshit that's happened to him that we've talked about, she supposedly has, but even in this moment where he's been with some other dumb younger person and maybe this gay guy and maybe, but we've seen porn of him with some younger girl since then. And he got arrested like maybe twice, like even after this moment till now, and it's 2024, January 20th. I'm so like, oh, they can get back together any minute. I think yeah. so. Or do you agree yeah. with me? Yeah, okay. I just think that she somehow, because she is the last baby mama, feels some kind of onus towards him, like helping him oh. out because, yeah. For so, sure. That's why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that baby's mm -hmm. going to look like him. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Silver Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. Okay, because you know why? Because, because it's obvious, but I'm glad if you, I'm glad if it's not obvious to you. Because it's like if you have to look down and see this person's fucking no, no. Oh, no I'll say it. No, and he's just in that, you know, all the goddamn time. It's just sometimes it's like, and then that person wants to see the other person who has the same face as him. Sometimes I can just let it be easy. Like, am I supposed to let the persons with the faces live together? I don't know. In my mind, like at some point they just start looking like their own little person. Like, yes, Ladani looks like his mother, but that's his face now. <laughs> I don't think I don't think of them as being like little whatever. That's that's his face. <laughs> so I see what you're saying, but you know. I mean his own person. Uh but <laughs> not yet though that's still a baby i mean you know like mason's a vote not a voting adult yet jesus christ mason can't even like cross a road can mason walk i mean i'm not quite sure <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. maybe this was um, two years ago mason's maybe. like graduating high school <laughs> um okay we'll move on let's move on to someone a little less explosive um let's do sean and sarah maybe okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, God, what, what misfortune! Hate to see it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what misfortune? Okay, so, um, Sarah without makeup is a a blob person. Like, who is that person? Everything on her. I see why she dyes her hair red. If she does not have, yes, she, the she does not have. She's, yeah. 
Like she has, yeah, she if she has no color in her, she is a like a strawberry blonde or like a very light blonde individual. Okay. Yes. It is from the top to the bottom. She requires what she puts on in order to have features. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she has no eyelashes. Um, which gives gives her a very interesting look. Not to say that I was like, you know, she looks bad. She just looks um like she could be part of Jeff Warren's uh, you know, or she's I mean, she definitely is giving um Anglo Anglo-Saxon, you know what I mean? Like she she looks she looks like the people that Hitler wanted to keep around. That's that is what I imagine she's giving. I don't know if she has that jawline. Germans have a jawline, a uh, real hard jawline. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But what I'm saying I, is she's very, very, very blonde and light. Just like fair. No, it's true. Yeah. She 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 is, you know, yes, absolutely. You know, she th- yeah, she and she kind of and plus she's because she's been a stripper, she knows how to put on a certain aesthetic and it never quite leaves and I enjoy it so. So like you're gonna have like over like over the top eyelashes if she has them on, you know, when she does. Like she has them on. She looks like rag she kind of looks like Raggedy and you know, she's like, been a she looks like a little doll. Yeah. I'm always admirable of people who could just go out there and make money that way. Good for them. Oh, yeah. Um, She looks like, you know that childhood doll from like the 80s or 90s? And it was like a yarn doll or something. I don't know if it was like a, and then they made like a thing. You know, like she kind of looks like one of those kind of like red haired. She looks like a doll cartoon from the 90s with red hair and big eyelashes. That kind of like. Braggity. I bet. Right. Oh. Jesus. Okay, yeah, Raggedy Ann, the movie, you know, I know the movie, and she had Andy with her. Remember they go on that adventure, and then, like, they get to this, like, Babette tells them to go? Yeah, she looks like Raggedy Ann. You know, she really does, you know? Like, that's exactly <laughs> what she looks like. <laughs> She's, that's, I, look at this one. Look, look, look at it. Look at the eyelashes. That's her, okay? That's her. So, every day. Anyways, uh, she comes out, she comes outside and Sean is outside doing something and she comes out hand on hip and she's like, Sean, he's raised the rent again. I love Sarah. I, there is something about her like fierceness of just like, not only is Sean going to never leave her, she's not going to allow him to leave her. Okay. (laughs) She's not going to allow him. She's going to have her neck, her foot on the back of Sean's neck for the rest of his life. That, and then two. She's like, she's like, we got a really good deal that fell into our lap because he's raising the rent. And I'm, my thought is, you're in, you're in Ohio, you have a townhouse. How much is the rent? How much did he raise it to? That's what I want to know. To the point where you're like, you can't pay it. Uh, yes. Now he says later on when he's talking to Kelly or something like that, I'll be saving a few thousand every month. And so I didn't know, like, yeah, is the townhome yeah, two? Yeah, two, two. So I'm like, wow, those Ohio prices are low. This um, deal sounds crazy, though. Rent, do you, like this rent to own deal own. for her un- for her uncle's land. It's five acres. They pay six hundred dollars a um, month. But what they they it's basically for the land because the yeah. house is unusable. Yeah. So they're living on in the trailer. 
So yes. the house burned down and then there's a barn as well. So then, but then the way he explains it to Kelly is so fucking stupid that it makes me mad because instead of him saying they raise the rent and I haven't been able to pay you. So right now I'm paying $500 to live in a trailer on eight acres. I will have extra money now to send you. He tells her he bought land. I'm camping. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of him just saying, I didn't buy the land. Sorry, Kelly. That's, that's a miscommunication. I am (laughs) renting to buy. So right now we only pay $600 a month. I'll be able to send you not enough, but I'll be able to send you something. Once we get our, our bills paid down, I haven't told my wife that I haven't sent you anything Like he just gets frustrated with her because she thinks that he's spent like he's put a down of $30,000 on some land and that him and the family are just literally camping on this empty lot of land, you know, instead of her, you know, it's just so fucking stupid. She, he's just a fucking idiot. Um, and so now he's like, I have no idea how to, how to handle any of this. And she's like, Kelly, not Kelly, but, uh, Sarah's like, we've never done this before. We'll figure it out. And I know Abby's going to be staying with the mom. There's no way they're going to try to figure it out with Abby, you know, do the best that they can. Cause Abby and the baby have their own little tent and our own, um, trailer RV. Thing. Yeah. Trailer. And, you know, but I'm like, the baby can't sleep by, by, by herself in that hit their own little trailer. Like you can't hear her cry in the middle of the night. I know. I was like, so we live in a world where people are co-sleeping, honey. Like that baby should be like up in that titty all night long, you know? Yeah. So like a little RV away. But I mean, I don't, I mean, having said that, I don't, I don't personally believe everyone should co-sleep. I'm just saying, LOL, that like, you know, some people are like doing that and she's like, oh, that's a baby RV, honey. That's a baby's RV over there. Yeah, is that going to happen? No, it's not. Um, But it's just really interesting. And I want to see if they actually do something because they have a lot of land. It has junk on it, but eight acres, that's kind of sweet. And I hope they do well with it. I hope they actually, you know, don't just have a bunch of towed cars that end up just on their land that they can't actually do anything with. So, yeah, I want her to homestead. Wouldn't it be Mm -hmm. cute? She should just like, you know, if she... Well, not like it. Well, here's the thing. She's on that those on those acres and I don't want her to work. So what if she just like did some Instagramming stuff and got good at showing us how she gets the chicken's eggs and how she's gonna bake the bread, you That's know? That's still work. That's still work. Well, she's gotta do something, honey. Yeah, but why time. can't she just tow trucks with him? Okay. Uh, I don't know. We all have our she's different wanted, ideas. She never wanted a tow by the way, she never wanted a tow truck. She told us herself. Oh, I never I Remember don't ever like, want to be on a I ever don't want. I think she wanted to be the operator. I never want to farm ever in my life. Um, Speaking of farming, whatever. I mean, I really wish Love Off the Grid would come back. I know it. Thank you for yes, Joe and whatever her name, Maisha. Really well. I I don't know, but I want to know more about Joe and Maisha. Yes. Yeah. Remember that other one with like the guy that they were like in love and they were like, yeah, you know, and she like had Botox. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't okay. their names. I love the remember like the American, uh, like the Native American woman from like, and she had, lived yes, in the Arizona. She Arizona was that hot guy. Yeah, the like, young dumb. hot guy. Mm-hmm, he was dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the like young couple, and then the friend Lindsay or Laura or something like that. That you. Well, actually oh my god! Of course, she came on. She came on my Eyebrows. YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't say it. What? She's still not following yeah. you. 
Um, and then, um, you know, we talked about, we talked about that in my YouTube, my, my YouTube. See, I say everything wrong. I have a problem. Yeah. Uh, the, um, you said it again, YouTube. Uh, the, yeah, well, then I was that like, was you know. such a good show. I know. Um, okay. So basically they're, I don't know. I don't, I think kind of feels that way, but you know, in a match, it had a match sharp quality. So if it Feel wasn't match sharp, it. they mm-hmm. definitely were like, it's okay. The show is so, like a match sharp show. They like pitch it as a match sharp show. They really did. Um, so mother and so it wasn't her uncle. It was her stepfather, her stepfather's brother. They, this, uh, this thing fell into their lap, but then well, stepfather and uncle? mother, her stepfather so yes yeah so uncle i guess yeah sorry sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you guys forever those of you who have step people in your lives i do apologize for demeaning the that 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 was her uncle that's her uncle okay then Mm -hmm. stepfather and uncle um stepfather and mother come over and they do s'mores and um mom really likes it she's like this is great you should come over here and do this all the time um i mean maybe they're from southern ohio that's very close to kentucky because mama is given a very kentucky vibe no no to me she is uh you know it's it's so funny because Sarah's, she's given south of the mason dixie line to me yes what's sarah's older child's name again abby Do you remember? abby is so cute Abby is adorable. Thank you for providing uh, that information. And what I'm saying is she she doesn't look like the rest of them. Okay. <laughs> Great. So thanks for making me say it. Uh, I thought I was going to spell it out. And then you were like, I don't follow it. I was like, yeah, because she's so cute, right? Like how, how, hey. <laughs> you know, anyway, so um Basically, I can't believe, I don't know if they're going to like fix it or whatever, the whole plans, he's going to fix it. Like, I don't they should just be like, hey, Chance, come fix our place. You're so good at fixing places. And, and you mean Earl? Professional. Earl? I do. Want to move on to Justine, Justine and Michael? Sorry, Justine mm-hmm. and Michael, because I think they're dumb. Okay, mm-hmm. she's an oiler scalp. So Justine and Michael, she's been carrying that baby, honey, and they could move to Vegas, and uh, nor should they, because he's not a, a up-and-coming rapper yet. But <clears throat> she gets some... Weird bad news, and the weird bad news is this looks interesting. Um, what she's doing is um, Wahama is oiling her scalp, you know, I guess. Um, so Justine has obviously carried kids before, so she's not new to the whole mothering thing, but this baby is But it's been because- 10 years, and her body is different, and, it's, and she's, you know, older now, as Michael yes. would like to describe to us. Basically, the baby is like, big and she hasn't gained enough weight she's too small and so her stomach is like basically the baby like the baby has no room to move because like the baby's too big and she's too small mm-hmm. which i didn't know that yeah i mean yeah i guess that could happen you know like mm-hmm. she you know i i it, yeah she just can't she's not getting enough weight or it's her body is, it itself won't make the stomach bigger and she's getting in other places like i've never had a kid i don't know the answer but she you know went to nursing school so she like knows some shit and so this is annoying and scary to her and now the baby can come at any time you know and michael's mom's around asking questions being like how are you feeling you know or whatever and she's like yeah you know good or whatever god bless or bad or whatever i don't remember what she says but it's all interesting <laughs> michael's mom is like 
just given such a sinister, sinister task, you know, like you were watching Peacocks with Traitors. Wait, she's, she's, she's given a traitor task. What? Hold on. One, yes. do you have yes. headphones in? Yes. Oh, I just can't see them. Okay. And two, you're skipping past her actually having the baby. So she is giving the sinister task. And then, but before she's given the sinister task, she's the world's best grandmother. She's rubbing on the belly. Yeah, she's, she is. She's doing all the things. They call the kids down to tell the kids. I mean, they're scaring the shit out of Kylie. The, the mother's, Justine is like, um, I got to put everything in Kylie's name because Kylie's going to be the parent. And I'm like, whoa, she completely skipped over Michael. She's like, oh, I don't expect Michael to do anything. If I die, yes. everything's going to Kylie. Well, Michael has 40 billion kids already, you know? <laughs> no, but I thought that was really interesting and also kind of smart because she's not depending on Michael. She's like, yeah, I love you. I love you. I love you. That's good. That's good. That's good. But like, Kylie, uh, take care of your brothers. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I actually kind of like that. I thought it was interesting that her mother is not there. I'm like, what is she at work? It's always so interesting to me when people are at work. I'm like, do people not have the kind of jobs where they can take time off or like put in PTO? Is that my yeah, problem? No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of ones you can't, you know? Like, where's the mother? In this time of her life, she should have enough time to put some time in to be there when her daughter's like going through it, you know? So anyways. She made that weird brunch she, though that they were supposed to leave and they didn't leave. Yeah. But here's the truth. <sighs> Michael and Justine are married. So, so it's, she's already, unless she has something, some kind of stipulation in, I don't know how to prenup or has a trust already where Mike can't touch it. Giving direction to Kylie is already moot because she's already, Michael is her next to kin technically. So if she, if she were to pass, Michael would be in charge of everything. Her stuff, him. but if he's not adopted father of the kids... Her kids. You have to adopt. She has, he has to adopt her kids to be legal guardians and stuff like that. Right? I think I so, but her finances go to him. They don't go to her kids once she marries. So, like, that's unfortunate. So, all of that happens. Then, when they take her to the hospital, she looks crazy. She looks tired. She looks like she's in pain. She looks whatever. And Mike is like, I mean, he is whipping that Mercedes, whipping it to the left, to the right. And he pulls into that spot. And then the next scene we see her hair is laid. Her eyelashes are did. She's got on lip gloss. Yeah. So then we see a bunch of footage of the, their own footage of Mike in the hospital. And we hear him talk about how this is the first time he's done this in years. He got to see Nova, but he didn't get to see the youngest boy be born because by oh, the yeah. time they were born like six days apart, but yeah. he got to see Nova. But by the time the second son was born or the last son was born, he was already That's taken like to prison. Nick Cannon shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Two babies at the same, within the same like week. Week. pretty much yeah yeah and he was already in prison by the second one so the last time he got to do this to a child i guess was a couple of years earlier so he's just like in it they're dressing her up they're taking pictures of her this is all of their must have been some kind of instagram 
TikTok or some kind of, they must have a Patreon. They were doing all kinds of stuff probably to make money Mm -hmm. with the birth of this baby. And that's probably why Justine looked camera ready, you know, all of that such. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she was completely out of it when they did the C-section. It looked like she was asleep. Um, And then, yeah, then her mother came. Then they get back to the house. Now, go. Well, the baby is named Manhattan Barbie. Manhattan Barbie has her own Instagram, Manhattan Manhattan Barbie is cool, chic, cool girls shopping, you know, New York vibe, you know, like iconic. She keeps unfortunately using the word iconic, which to call a baby iconic is a certain kind of hell for me to hear. Like, and it's just, Justine is, uh, has in so many ways, a minuscule frame of reference for so many things. Her world is feels so small. Like, you know, like I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. Manhattan Barbie, all right? So Manhattan Barbie ha- does have an Instagram, DocuSweeties, follows Manhattan Barbie. So at the end of the day, Manhattan, Manhattan Barbie wins. Um, and all the way, by the way, already has more followers than us. So God bless Manhattan Barbie. You know what? We should have, we should have come out of, we should have been one of Michael's kids. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We would have had a better chance of Instagram fame. But basically, yeah, well, then we get to the point where they're back at the house and then we're given Michael's mom the, as a traitor, honey, of Alan coming fucking Peacock with and is given the task to tiptoe in. Yes, honey, with, a, with the same pregnancy test that this lovely woman has been dangling in front of us the entire season. Look, Micah, I keep talking about it, but here it is, the pregnancy test, because I still have the pregnancy test. And Michael's like, look, mom, I said no. No to the pregnancy test. Why don't you believe me? You know, and Mary's like, okay, but then she sneaks in, honey, sneaks into the house. And she's like, I can't help who I am. <laughs> What's she going to do with it? Like, are you going to, you going to swab the baby or go up to that brand new baby with all that hair? you going to cut some of that baby hair. you going to put it in the baby hair box, send it the baby hair box away and see, I mean, no, you're going to, is it, how do you get, what is a pregnancy text? You you got to pee on this thing, this posing with this Queen of <laughs> No, I think you just put it in, you just swab the mouth. Um, but like the way mouth? that the camera, you swab the mouth. But the way yes. that the camera, like they, it was several takes of the same thing. Okay. One, you have Justine just fucking in her, in just like sleeping it off. And she's just like. But then you have one of the mother walking down the hall, coming out of a room, and she's got the paternity test in her hand. And you know they were like, okay, whatever her name is. Let's say her name is Delia. Back up, Delia. Okay, <laughs> let's frame the camera. Delia. Stand there. Stand there and hold it. Catalog frame. Okay, no, hold it like this. No, okay, try holding it like this. Okay, great. We can see the title. Hold it like this. Okay, down a little bit. Okay, stay there. You feel that? That's where you're going to hold it. She's like, okay. And then they're like, <laughs> then they're like, okay, now walk down. feel that? 
<laughs> walk down and she's like, okay. And they're like, okay, walk towards me, walk towards us. Okay, now bring it down a little bit lower. Only the thumb and the forefinger and the middle finger hold it. Now I want you to slide your hand across and bring this hand down. Okay, perfect. Now I want you to turn towards the door like you're going to walk into the door. And so she's like, okay. So she turns and they do it that way. And then one of the cameramen is going to be inside the door. So then she turns and she like, it's just the, the they most. mapped it. It was mapped. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> I mean, the theater people, all the movie people and theater people watching this were like, okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, producers. Um, and so, so now we know that she's going to somehow sneak to the baby, put a little something in the baby's cheek. Now, how she's going to get Michael's, I don't know if she's going to rub her hair, hand through Michael's hair and pull out a piece of his hair, or maybe be like, Michael, Michael, open your mouth, mijo. I mean, she's not Mexican. They don't say mijo. But like, uh, <laughs> how is she going to get Michael's DNA? I don't know. No, just like be like, oh, like he's like, he's like left his water bottle. She's like, You know, like so many options, you know. So she's like, like I, Michael, I know it's give wrong. mommy a kiss. Give mommy a kiss. I know like, it's wrong. Like, okay. I know it's wrong to do what I did, but I'm not going to change who I am. Meanwhile, the sun is like setting behind her and she's just in this woman's home. And we find out that she wants to move to Vegas with them, which I think is a great idea. Um, I think that at least some of the family moving to Vegas with them, uh, she and the oldest daughter want to move to Vegas, which I think that would be great. I honestly, I mean, I know that the younger kids, like their mothers are not going to let their six year olds move to Vegas to be raised by Justine, especially if they don't know Justine. But I think that at least having the oldest daughter go would be great. And Maybe not the mom with her conniving ways, but without the paternity test situation, I think having some family to move to Vegas to help Justine and Michael get settled and to have that extra adult support would be good. You know, I mean, we'll see. This just this needs to come around though. Like I just, I, they they can't. You can't have such a fake storyline and just like for so many things. Like give me something fresh. Like Michael could have so many things. Like tell me more about like bitches that are trying to hit him up from his past. Like he obviously impregnated two women at the same time. Like you have drama. You're not giving us. You're giving us dumb drama because you're not giving us the real drama. And I deserve real drama. Um, okay. Do you want to move on? Yes, Lindsay okay. and Blaine. Or do mm -hmm. we want to end with them? Do we want to end with them? No, uh, either one. L Lindsay and Blaine. Yes, oh, honey. Another good fight. Going from bad acting to good acting. Mm -hmm. Or not acting. If, we don't or not know. acting. Yeah. Because yeah, Blaine really, I mean, is where the Oscars, honey, just came out for the noms, and I can give one to Blaine because he felt very raw, very passionate. I mean, he felt like he, you know, God bless you. Um, he felt like he is very upset and also very stressed out and definitely definitely should take a big hit off a bong you know at the end of this episode but uh we obviously are coming hot off the fact that Lindsay is barefoot in a white dress outside the bridal salon 
slapping them toesies against cement. And then she comes back in. The kids go and she's like, I don't want them to see how mad I am or whatever. God bless. Because she have just heard, the, heard that Blaine just takes his grievances against her to every female in her family except for her. So basically then she comes home and waits for him to like say something. And then he rolls up and she's like, hey, Blaine. Just like in the middle of the doorway, feet out. And then he's like, oh, really? Uh, I bought myself a four-wheeler. No, I'm not me. I bought, my, I bought Kagan a four-wheeler. He always wanted a four-wheeler. And then she's like, a four-wheeler? And she gets so fucking pissed. And she's just like, I'm trying to buy a wedding dress and you can't even buy me with any of this and you're buying a four-wheeler no how much it is. And then he says my favorite thing for a Southern person. I know, I just love it so much. She's like, how much was it? And he says, well, it wasn't but $800. It wasn't but Eight hundred. Well, it wasn't but eight hundred dollars. How much was it? It wasn't but eight hundred dollars. And I, I like. It is that is a musical thing. I cannot. How I cannot. So it was eight hundred dollars. It wasn't but eight. So it's less than. Like, is this price is right? One dollar. Like, I love it so much. It's like the colloquialism. I can't even get it. Like, it wasn't but eight hundred dollars. Okay, go ahead. I guess for me, it's that four wheelers are so wildly unnecessary for a baby in every form and fashion, unless you live on a Yellowstone type ranch. Mm. okay well i think in my mind they're in the boonie back roads of blobbity blue bayou country just bloobity blobbity bling around like you know on people's properties and like through the swamps is that what they're doing and i I think they are sounding okay and i and i maybe they are but in their current financial situation while they're trying to buy a, a a get a wedding going and she's doing that it seems it seems weird to do that. And then she, he's like, you buy Miley Grace every single thing that she wants. So he's using that as a reason why to buy this four-wheeler for this eight-year-old who I guess maybe on a whim said that they wanted this thing. And I don't know what Blaine's financial situation is. Like, I don't know if Blaine works, but I feels like if Miley Grace is asking for something that costs $800, maybe it's like a tablet or something that's like at least you c- c- can be used for school, at least on the surface, can we can pretend. It just felt like the purchase was just so ridiculous. Um, but who am I to I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's be- I, I don't know. <laughs> God just thumbed you up, by the way. Great, because I'm right. Um, but like I... She's like, where have you been now? She is the quintessential nagging nag, naggy nag. The way she yes. handles this is is just wild. Yes. Um, but she's right. Yes. She's, she's smarter right. than him. She's smarter than him. The way she allows this thing to unfold, she doesn't even come straight for the jugular. She allows this thing to unfold. She allows him to yell first. And he's like, you buy Miley right where I'm going. And she's just like, 
oh yeah, that's how you feel. Why don't you tell me how you feel since you tell every other woman in, in my, in my life, how you feel about me, how I'm controlling, how I'm manipulating, how I'm this and that. And then she, why are you every, with me? Yeah. Everything that she has done has been a, an, a reaction to something that he has done. And the final straw that she had to do was call her PO and tell her PO that he got a medical marijuana card. And I loved that for her. And she was hurt to have to do it, but she did it because she found out he was talking shit about her to her family, to her peoples. So he gets to the house. They start to, to get to arguing. She then is like, this is what you did. And now this is what I did. And he's like, well, why'd you do that? And she's like, because you put everything at jeopardy. And now I had to tell them. So you can't live here anymore. You got to go. And now he has, I mean, he has probably maybe to his dad's house, but this is where he's lived with her for like the last however long. And, and before that, because they've lived together for a while now. And now he's, she was, yeah. Yeah. She lived with him after she got out of prison, you know? Yeah. And like, he saved her from Deontay's big ass dick. So like, yeah. So, Mm. I mean, we're watching them break up in real time because of choices that he has made because he's going through it and didn't know how to deal with it. So instead of like, and he, then she's like, you got to marry He's like, I'm depressed. Like the way he said that, I didn't, I know it's not acting. Though I, it, that was, I mean, it was, it was riveting. Wow. It was the greatest piece of television I think I've seen in a long time. When the way he said it with such hurt in his heart about why he got that medical marijuana card. And she's like, you've made several layers of mistakes. And you have not spoken to me about any of them. You have spoken to everybody but me. So now you got to go. Yeah, this was like, this was a really hard scene. Like, she, you know, to watch, like, they're not supposed to be together because at the end of the day, she cannot hang her hat on his decision making. She does not, she doesn't think that he is smart. And he's a little simple. And he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not dumb. I mean, mm-hmm. he's dumb, but sure, but not, he's not, I mean, I'm not saying he's just, he's just a little. Yeah. Because, you know, his world's small too, like in a Justine way, you know, yeah. like in a Justine where their worlds are small, you can tell by like the way that they say thing and view things where just like, and I think that not that Lindsay's so grand, but Lindsay just has, I mean, a very strong, a savvy. she's savvy, she's quick. She's like, you know, and she's, you know, she's a very strong minded person. I think she has to be with someone that can kind of like stand up to her and take her. And also that she doesn't have to you know, like do everything. I think that she makes every decision when it comes to Blaine. And I'm not saying, I think it also depends on the, it's also because she used to be his boss in a certain way in like the drug world. So I think there, you know, once you're like in a power dynamic such as that, like, how do you get out of it? You know, like, I think cause there's natural like habits and behaviors that you might fall into, you know, but um, it's a huge ass fight. Yeah. And then, so then basically she lets him know that Miley does not 
want them to be together as a couple. And honestly, it really feels like it devastates him like in this moment, like this is, if we were watching this scene in an acting class, there are beats, there are changes, you know, there are, <laughs> there are things that Yes, happen. because, because then, then, okay. So then the Miley beat happens. Right. And it's like, oh, that's that. And then she even calls it out. She's like, that's the thing. That's the thing that gets you because he like storms out and he has to leave because of the fact that Miley doesn't want them to be together. It's so devastating. And then he lets her have it let's her have it is like she's like what did i do that was so bad what did i do that was so bad he was like you did something it's unclear with a married man you left with what did you do with the married man you fucked a married man you left on a day with one like that is tbd yes and we're like what'd you do with a married man and then what my thought, my initial thought was, oh, that's how she got the money for whatever Miley wants. Because when he was like, you give Miley whatever she wants, I was like, well, how do you have the money for that? And then I was like, oh, married man. Oh, I was Because I'll tell you this right now, our girl's smart. Yeah. Our, our girl's smart. And if she wants, she, she wants fine things. She wants things for all her things. She needs things. And if he's not bringing it in, I can only assume that she's fine other ways, other than other avenues. She's smart. That's crazy. Seeking this arrangement. is not, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm We're just, big- I, I'm on her side because she, she just slowly let it out. She was like, and then she's like, Blaine, do you see why she would not like you though? You did this because you went complaining to her about me. Now she doesn't like you. Your fault. I wrap that up with a bow. Go ahead and get out. She's very smart. Yeah. I mean, he's no match for her, you know, and he no, knows I mean, that. Yeah. That's the reason why he doesn't talk to her. He is no match for her. Anything. He can't talk to her because yeah. he can't. He's, mm, you yeah. know. So anyway, yeah. uh, but anyway, it was, it was quite, it was quite interesting. Yeah. And again, next episode, take we get notes. to know Everyone take more notes. about don't that. Come, well, don't just come out with the whatever arguments you have let them do it and then you just argument number one yeah Yeah. sit back let it happen okay uh last but certainly not least melissa and louie honey oh god melissa is an a nightmare is her is her accent even getting thicker as the season and years that she's i feel like it's so thick in this episode i'm like is this real or is this like an Alex Borstein character or something like that? Like she, it's just so. She apologizes to him. And in what feels like 14 hours later is yelling at him. Now, did he run into every pothole New York City had to offer? Yes. Did he try? No. He was like, is it hard to drive in New York? I think. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if they have this, the softest and, and, and smoothest roads. I don't know, but she, yeah, she goes and gets, uh, you know, she has to go get that nose done and, um, and she's excited for it. And they have to give us this absolutely asinine oh, pregnancy oh. scare, which we didn't, ab- oh. we did not need. I mean, none of us, if there, like, was there someone waiting like, oh my God. 
What if she's pregnant? What a turn. Oh, well, I didn't think about this, but this is exactly what's going to happen. They're pregnant. You know, then she won't have to get the nose job or whatever. But like, no, that's not what happens, of course. What ends up happening is that she's not pregnant. But they give us quite a matte sharp or sharped with a very dull knife, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then um, she goes for the nose thing and then he he picks her up. And that's, we see a little bit blooding, bleeding down here. And then by the time she's back at the house, which is an hour and a half later, like the whole down part is just like bleeding. I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice it. You're so, <laughs> she's so upset. You just don't like it. so ridiculous. Uh, it she, bleeding so much. She's, she's mad blood. at him because uh, he can't do anything right, apparently. Um, and they get to the house and he's like, is this for your back? And he, she's like, no, Louie, fucking idiot. It's for my head. What the fuck? I'm tired of you already. Um, mm-hmm. And so basically I wouldn't have, I mean, he doesn't know. Um, yeah, no, he so doesn't know. That's he why he asked. Like, so she's like, you're already getting on my nerves. And he causes, uh, uh, no. So then she, they, obviously it's, it's a rocky start. Next scene is she goes to the doctor. So there's like a fake reveal. So we have a cliffhanger. We don't see it. Then uh, there's another fake reveal. <laughs> so we don't actually ever see her nose this episode, do we? No. Exactly. Yeah. No. Okay. So we don't nose and we don't seize her nose. Um, but we're at the beach and he's like, I want to make it up to her for some reason. He's always making it up. There's someone's always making it up to somebody. Yeah, and, he's already been taking out. He's been taking care of her for this whole week. They live together. Yeah. So she just so, has gone to the doctor to get the nose bandage taken off. And then again, they're at this like, so it's like, haven't you, haven't you made up for it by taking care of her this whole time or whatever? And like being on her back and whatever. And he's like, guys, we'll do the, the cheap things. I'm just going to get like a cheap bottle of wine. But you know, it's a thought that counts. Yeah, no. So... He calls his mother and he's like, oh, yeah, Melissa's going to come and I'm going to see her nose. And, the, you know, Donna's like, she didn't even need it. It's like, Donna, that wasn't what was said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, then he has to hurry Move and get point. off the phone because Melissa is coming and she's late. And I don't know. That's why he gets to call. He called his mom because he was bored. And uh, then she's there with a giant scarf, like a Peanuts character. And then she goes to take it off and it cuts cuts off. So there's that. Yes. Okay, guys. Yes, yes. She's yes. not pregnant. She got her nose job. She was mean to him. He he doesn't do anything right. And then he, he sets out a blanket at the windy beach. Except make pizza. He makes pizza right. Everyone says it. Mm, good. Except for, <laughs> except for Melissa. She you know, it. but but she also says she's gonna leave him alone about it. She says she's gonna stop being mad at him because she realizes that it's harder for him than anyone else, and she's just on his back because she doesn't want to believe that it's harder for him or something. Yeah, and then he has some really dumb thing where he's like, you know, I just realized Melissa's hard on me because she just wants this relationship to work so much. And so that's why she's hard on me because she wants me to succeed so much that we work. And so I got to give it to Melissa, you know? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. I don't know. I think it's like, anyway. Um, So that's, oh, is that the end of the episode? Oh, okay. Well, God bless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, cannot wait to the next episode. I mean, we're going to see the nose, honey, and we're going to like find out what, how, what the married man means. Like, ah, please. Okay. Tell me to find out about Earl. What Earl's uh, yeah. been up oh, to. Oh, my God. 
Earl's going to sit down and like confess his sins, honey, to lay it all out. Everyone, he's fucked. I can't wait. And all the lies. I'm like, who's going to be there? It's you. Is it Bobby? Is it the other friend? Is it your girls? Like, you know, like Bobo should be there. I mean, every Tanya should be there. We should really, if it's going to be it, let's fucking do it right. Bring the guy that's calling. Let's fucking lay it all out. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Honestly, Matt Sharp should. Matt Sharp should do a complete intervention. Who? Intervention? I said tell all. Oh, like a tell all intervention (laughs) roast of chance where the there's like a you know (laughs) on the dais, you know, it's like everyone I said, you know, and like everyone, like even the young one of Taylor's, even Mason's like. You know, everyone's just like looking at him and they go to the line and like make him say all the horrible shit that he's done and, and like things. And then they're like, oh, someone also has to be like, Chance, you are never going to make easy money. So the only way that you will make money is by honest work, something that you can do that you either like and or good at or are good at and can tolerate. Unless you can find those two things, something that you're good at and like, or something that you are good at and can tolerate, and then hopefully your services will be bought. That is your only fucking way. Because you are already on TV and you're already known as a, you know, flimity flam scamity scam. So like, truthfully, this is just like friend to friend. That's your ticket out of here. Now, work begets work. And I think that honest work makes something of you. I think a purpose really drives you. And I think it can be a really great, you know, calling and or like purpose-filled life for someone who might feel lost in a certain sense of disease, like mental illness or drug addiction. This is the sweetness part of me or whatever. And so, but having said that, I will watch only from the salty part of me that I want to see him lay to lay his sins and lay down all of his like, you know, armor and then also be taught a lesson. And I want him to change. I want him to be like, I get that I can't be a piece of shit. I I get that I can't scam or like, I get that the only way for me to do it is to fucking do it. And I'm going to start doing it step by step every day. Will it happen? That's a good, no, it won't, but that's a good lofty um, vision and lofty is what you want for heaven. Um, I want it for myself. I want it for myself as well. I want it for all of us. Yeah, it's good. It's a good uh, goal. Wahamalino. All right. Um, hey, guys. So that's the end of this episode. I want to thank you guys so much for joining us. If you are interested in all in supporting us uh, financially, please join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. There is exclusive content, including a live every first Monday of the month. Um, and yeah. So join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties, $10 a month. If you cannot do that, Chris can tell you other ways that you can support us. Please go to Instagram and follow us at DocuSweeties. We are also at DocuSweeties on TikTok at DocuSweeties1 on X. We have a Facebook group, the DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group. And other than that, if you haven't yet, consider giving us five stars. Thank you so much for listening to us. And, you know, we love you so much. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.